All right, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Garcia. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. What we're going to be talking about today is being true to yourself and just how to remain honest with yourself and honest with other people. And in turn with doing this, in, in turn with being authentic, you know, how it truly produces a life that, that is obviously the one that you deserve in a lot of ways, but maybe the one that you're even aiming for. So get buckled in, get set. We have a good episode here today. This is Unorthodox, and here we go. And it is day two of the elections as of this recording, um, the election race, excuse me. So last night, the elections took place and or at least the beginning of them. And they still have not finished counting. I actually woke up a few times in the middle of the night last night to see exactly who won. And it was still they were still counting. So apparently what's the holdup is that there's a lot of mail in votes, a whole bunch of them and they still have to count them. I'm hearing things where they're not going to be able to count some states' mail-in votes until Thursday, till tomorrow, which is Thursday as of this recording, or Friday. Now, that's, that's crazy, because I don't remember, as long as I've been alive, I don't remember an election race being a few days. I remember it just being one evening, and, you know, you have your ballot, but again, you know, this is the year 2020, crazy times, and we're living in a crazy world, so... Not too, too shocked, given what 2020 has given us already. You know, it's kind of a, it, it, it has room for controversy. Now, this isn't what I'm going to get into today. This isn't the main topic, but I did want to touch on this a little bit because, you know, it is important. It is important who becomes our nation's leaders and what exactly they have to offer us and what they're going to do for us. So it's a very tight race as of right now, as of, as of the time of this recording, um, I saw Biden leading in the electoral votes over Trump. Uh, people are still voting for, but there. But I think Trump has two major states. I think he has Texas and Florida as of right now. I think he does. I may be wrong about that, but I believe he does. And obviously, Biden's going to get you know California because that's an all blue state. But the the point is, is that this is a very very tight race, and whenever you have anything close like this in any asset, whether you have politics, whether you have competition like sports or anything like that, there is always going to be controversy, always going to be a sore loser, always going to be someone who's going to question the decision. It's just the way that it is. So don't be surprised if we have that this election, that if Biden wins by, you know, some, well, I wouldn't say by some miracle chance because it's been a, it's been a pretty tight race, but if Biden wins, you know, don't be surprised if Trump's camp comes back and says, hey, you know, we need to we need to recount. You know, this isn't this isn't right. You know what I mean? They're going to pretty much like demand a recount or a re whatever. They're going to take it to the Supreme Court, most likely. So that's what's going on right now. Uh, most likely we're going to find out on Friday who the next pre- who the new president of the United States is. Again, I have no idea. It's really close. Um, it could be either or. It, it's a. It's again. It, it's. Um, I haven't seen it actually really this close in a while. The. Um, you know, honestly, I don't even remember. I can't even recall the last time I saw a race this close. So, once 
that's all taken care of. Once we all know who the president is, we can kind of all just take a breather a little bit, you know, enjoy the holidays, not really think about it too much, but I'm sure it'll be a topic of many holiday conversations with your family. So going to the main point today, guys. So what I wanted to talk about today is being true to yourself. And this is going to be a very, very short message because I think it's really to the point. I don't think I need to explain too, too much about this, but I do want to talk about it because it is something that I believe a lot of America struggles with. A lot of people, not even just America, just people in general, people in general struggle with being true to who they are and accepting who they are. And there's many reasons for this. There's many reasons for the fact that people put on a mask, put on a front, and try to fit into a mold. There's many reasons for it. But I think there's several main, there's several um, big, big reasons that people do this, that, that keeps people from actually living out who they actually are and actually being themselves all the time. Now, I'm not naive. I understand that some situations appropriate you not fully, you know, revealing who you are in some social situations. I understand that. I understand that there's a time and place for everything. So I'm not naive in that aspect where it's like, oh, well, you could be whoever you want, be who you are at home everywhere. I mean, you can, but most people won't. And I don't think anyone should be faulted for that. What I'm talking about is deliberately putting on a mask in front of people all the time because, you know, you're afraid of what they might see, what they might see, what they may discover about you. That's mostly what I'm talking about. There's a time and place for everything, and I understand that, but putting a mask on and, you know, pretending to be somebody else or, you know, putting just kind of like a front that's what the issue is. So I believe one of the main reasons why people do this is because they're trying to fit in. I mean, you, this is something that you see in high school a lot, right? You see in high school or you see in in school in general, in grade school, more in high school, I would say people are trying to fit in. People are trying to pretend that there's something that they're not. And that goes all the way into adulthood. I have this firm belief that high, that school in general is just kind of like a precursor to what real life is in a lot of ways. Now, a lot of people would probably disagree with me. I, the reason why I'm saying that is because there's, you have these hierarchies at school. When you, when I was at school, I remember when I was at school, there was hierarchies. There was different classes of people. There was different, you know, types of kids, you know, obviously the friendlier kids were the most popular kids, but that actually translated into the real world by the people in power and, you know, showing that there's a, there's a, there's definitely some sort of a, there's a parallel. There's definitely like some sort of a, a pre, there was a precursor going on to say that there's not, that's ridiculous. And it's foolish. I th- again, it's not like teenagers and, you know, kids are, aren't people. They are. They're just not well, they're not as well-developed people. And they're just, they're a lot more uh, immature. That's pretty much it. But 
what you see in human nature is what you're going to see throughout all stages of life. So I didn't mean to go on that little going off on that little rant, but it all like, you know, kind of circles back to a point, which is that, you know, people want to fit in. People want to belong to a group. People want to belong to a tribe. And I don't know if this is something that's been ingrained in us since we were since the, the beginning of mankind that maybe our ancestors were afraid of not being in tribes and they're not being in a tribe therefore meant that you were pretty much vulnerable and you were subjected to death like you were if you were outcasted in a tribe i don't know i'm just i'm just guessing if you were outcasted from a tribe or anything like that that meant certain death for you because the wild would kill you anything in the wild or nature will probably kill you if you're not with a group of people so maybe that's why we have some sort of um, a fear of being rejected, a fear of being alone. And we have a fear of just pretty much being ourselves is because we think we're not going to be accepted. Now, again, I can attest to this myself. And I'm sure a lot of other people could attest to this. I mean, not even just a lot of people. I'm sure everybody in a sense can attest to this. We all try to fit in. We do. We all try to play the game that, you know, we're not, you know, we don't need anybody. We're, you know, we're, we're better off by ourselves. or I, and it's good to be by yourself sometimes it is, but not all the time. What happens if you, if you're by yourself all the time and you have no friends, no acquaintances, nobody, this is what happens. You start to lose your mind. You do. You start to get anxious. You start to get depressed you start to think, why doesn't anybody like me? These are the things that you start to think about if you're by yourself for an extended period of time, if you have no one in your life. It's just the way that, that's the way human nature is. I think it's like almost like a bio, biological like response. It's nothing you're voluntarily doing. It's just a biological response to being by yourself. And again, going back to how this relates to being yourself, well... Being yourself, there's, I mean, you, I mean, no one knows you better than you. And if you're smart, you know your weaknesses. If you're smart and if you're, you don't really have a big ego on you, you know where your weaknesses lies and what is not, what you do that is not really socially acceptable. You may try to work on these things, but the thing is, is that you know what your weaknesses are and you try to work on them. But you know if you show that to the world, people won't accept you. Maybe there's some people that won't. Maybe there's some people that will. But you know that if you show the all, like, all of who you are to the world, everything, some people will not accept that. And here's the, here's the good news about all this is that not everybody does. Not everybody does have to do that. Not everybody has to accept you. Trust me, you're better off if, every, like, if not everybody does accept you because maybe the people that are rejecting you, you may have rejected down the line. Maybe those are the, you're just not your people. So this is, um, in a lot of ways, everyone goes through their own journey with this. You know, everyone's trying to find kind of like their path, trying to find, I guess, their tribe, quote unquote. But... Being yourself is probably the, it's a, such a cliche advice and it's so like, 
oh, well, of course, you know, of course you would say that, but it is the most authentic and it is the most, it's probably the best way to find people like you, people that have the same interests as you, or even people who don't have the same interests as you, but you just get along with them. Being yourself is the best way to do it. And, you know, if you try to be somebody else, I mean, a lot of people see through that. A lot of people see through the bullcrap. And I think what people want more than anything socially is just to trust people. And they're not going to trust you if you're lying to them already about who you are and they can smell it. They can smell the bullcrap from a mile away. Some, a lot of people are just like that. They can see right through your act. And they're not going to trust you. So if they don't trust you, then, I mean, they're not going to let you in. And it's just pretty much the way it is. It's the way, I mean, that, and as it should be, because you're lying. So the main point I'm trying to make, the main thing I'm trying to get at here is that, you know, we all as a people are trying to fit in to somewhere, but I think we all do it the wrong way. I think a lot of us do it the wrong way. We all try to put on something that we're not. And even we, even just not even just to make friends, even sometimes we're just doing that in general, just to do it. Maybe it's just so ingrained in us to bullcrap a lot of people around us that we end up just doing it because it's out of habit more than it is out of effort. So I guess what I'm saying is, is that, I mean, being yourself is probably the best thing for you to do. It's the right way to act and it's the right way to appropriate yourself socially And you'll, I mean, you'll bring in the right people in your life if you're just yourself. I mean, not everyone's going to accept you and that's fine. You don't want to win the approval of everybody because again, some people are just not worth having in your life. Actually, a lot of people are not worth having in your life. Just let's just be honest. But I think being yourself is the key. And I think it's obviously the key to finding the right people in your life. And hopefully you can contribute to their life in some way, shape, or form, and, you know, they'll most likely contribute to yours in a lot of ways. So that's pretty much it. Um, That's all I really have to say about that in in regards to just being who you are. I heard this great quote one time. It was actually really, really, um, it hit me a lot. And I'll go ahead and leave, I'll go ahead and end it with this, but be yourself because everybody else is already taken. Be yourself because everybody else is already taken. And I think that just really hits home, and there's a lot to that. And that's a wrap, guys. That's the end of the episode. Thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Anchor to get up-to-date episodes right when they drop. Thank you all for tuning in once again, and I'll see you all next week.